Hey, this is Josh Chernoff from So Says Chernoff on Fight TV, the Mind of the Meanie podcast with the Blue Meanie, and of course, the Retromania video game. And you are watching Saved by the Buzzer with Dan and Bill. Hey everyone, welcome to a bonus special edition of Saved by the Buzzer. I am your host, Dan, also known as Dad Collector from uh, Cooley Collector. It's an influencer site on Instagram and YouTube. And I'm also known as, I know I have a lot of AKs, but also known as former owner of Spry Wrestling. And I'm not here alone. Each and every week, I am joined by my brother, the host with the most information, my brother, Bill. Thanks, Dan. I'm pretty sure you guys you guys must know us by now if you've been listening for the past two episodes. Uh, we're live across all social media platforms. Make sure you follow us and subscribe at By the Buzzer Pod. That's across the board. So give us a follow and give us some support. Uh, let's just start with the tradition, Dan. Like, uh, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, well, I'm sticking with beer. Um, so I'm not going too hard this time. It's Rolling Rock. I know you introduced it to me last summer. Uh, it's a little bit stronger to uh, than uh, than Coors Light, but it's still really smooth. I, I like drinking Coors Light, but now now I have something else to put in the fridge. So this is this is another nice smooth taste uh, to enjoy while we talk for for the next half an hour. What do That's you? Good. What about you, buddy? That's got to be my favorite one, the Rolling Rock. Yeah. I, I think you said it perfectly. It's it's a stronger Coors Light. I mean, if you like Coors Light, then try Rolling Rock and I think you'll like it too. Uh, today, I'm sticking with bourbon again, but I got a, a little bourbon and Coke. I got a mixture going. So, you know, again, the juice is flowing. So we could talk about a little fast lane coming up. Talk about the WWE because there's a lot of things going on. So uh, why don't you start, buddy? I don't, with fast lane, I know last week we talked about um, the big epic explosion in AEW and how I kind of threw them under the bus where I didn't enjoy it too much. So don't worry, wrestling fans out there, because we are probably going to throw uh, a little bit of fast lane under the bus. Uh, it was not for, for a pay-per-view. I don't know. It's like for a pay-per-view that's going into WrestleMania, I think you expect a little bit more um, coming out of that pay-per-view. The only thing that's really memorable, I know you can't really do a lot of title changes, um leading into wrestlemania but the only thing i really remember is the the fiend returning and uh the match between roman reigns and and daniel bryan because they they definitely did bring it the rest honestly like yeah everybody gave it their all but i just to me i'm looking forward to wrestlemania and like now fast lane let's just put it behind us obviously for for the pod we we got to talk about it um but it's just to me was not a memorable pay-per-view and i don't know like i just like braun Strowman and elias like that comes to mind because that was i got a crap all over that why are they continually uh doing this to elias he deserves better braun Strowman. i guess they can't really find much for him to do uh the match with him and shane mcmahon that they're building towards at uh wrestlemania it's you know shane is crazy braun 
can throw him around a whole bunch of times. It's probably going to be enjoyable to watch, but to, like we didn't even predict it on our uh, predictions. Like that's how forgettable this kind of match was. Um, I don't know. Like, what do you what do you think with uh, with the overall pay per view, uh, Bill? I thought it was just okay. I mean, you know, the Roman Reigns and the Daniel Bryan match. It was probably the best match of the night, I'd say, and it should be as your main event. I kind of liked how they incorporated, you know, Edge ringside. You know, I guess they're setting up the match at WrestleMania with him. But I thought that was cool how, you know, Edge stepped in and was the ref. You know, that was a little bit of a different take to it. So I like to see the WWE do that, you know, from time to time instead of just keeping it, you know, like sometimes it just seems stale. Yeah. But, uh, you know, overall, it was an okay pay-per-view. And and like you said in the past, you always use the word transitional. So when you're talking about, you know, the Miz, how he was a transitional WWE champion for Bobby Lashley to turn into the actual main WWE champion, this was a transitional pay-per-view into, you know, WrestleMania. And it was almost like a filler. Like I would call it as yeah. a filler pay-per-view. But, you know, there were a couple strong points, like how you how you mentioned in your in your uh, introduction there. Yeah. Um, I really like Bianca Belair and what, you know, Sasha Banks, you know, I kind of like that little thing going on with, with, uh, with Baszler and Nia Jax, but other than that, like, I didn't see too much, uh, you know, too much excitement. Like, you know, they got Shinsuke and Rollins, like, okay. Like they're setting up Cesaro and Rollins, I guess, but you know, it just, it just kind of seems like those matches are being too forced in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but that Rollins and Shinsuke match was not too bad. Like I thought, I thought that was a pretty good match. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because I, I totally forgot about that match in, in the moment. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but it's kind of like the fast lane was a raw and SmackDown plus show or super show. Like it was just, it was something that you could just watch on TV without really paying for it. Um, I know now they're switching over to Peacock and uh, no more USA or no more net, uh, WWE network in the U S. Um, so I don't know. It's just it, like you said, what I usually say is a, it's a transit transitional pay-per-view. Um, when you kind of look back at the results, you kind of remember what happened, but it's just overall a forgetful uh, event uh, Big E and um, Apollo Cruz. I think in our predictions, I was wrong. I wanted Cruz to go over. Only like obviously, I love Big E and I want him to continue to be uh, the Intercontinental Champion and just to build that that championship belt um, up a little bit. He, like you know, he he's got a great singles run, but I would have liked for this one pay per view to have that to give it to Apollo Crews and then Big E can have the big moment at WrestleMania where he regains the championship belt. Uh, another, um, another important thing was like the, the theatrics of the fiend uh, coming back. I mean, it looked, it looked like toxic Avenger. I don't know if you're familiar with that, uh, but it was cool to see him come back. It was very predictable. I think everybody said there he was coming back. We got bonus points in our prediction for saying he was for both of us saying he's coming back. Um, but uh, and the Sasha Banks. Yeah, I, I am enjoying that program. I honestly think a lot of this, what we're going to be talking about 
should just bleed into WrestleMania talk um, because now all the fans are talking about Sasha Banks and uh, Bianca Belair and they're petitioning and they want, I don't know if you heard this, but they want them to main event the first night of WrestleMania because WrestleMania is a two night event on April 10th and 11th. And I'm all for it. It'd be two uh, black women that are just at the top of the WWE at the top of their game and if they headline, they're not going to they're they're on the first night. So it's already confirmed that they're on that first night with, I think, uh, Drew McIntyre and Lashley. Why not put uh, the women at the top that you had it a couple of years ago where uh, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch headlined WrestleMania. Now put Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks on night one as the main event. Night two, you're going with Roman Reigns and, and Edge um so i'm i'm all for that uh the tag match i don't know i know you picked uh bel-air and and sasha banks to win uh i i just didn't see the the tag team titles and the wwe are just like there's no teams they're just pairing these these ladies up uh left right and center and when when actual teams legitimate teams you know come into the system and come onto raw and smackdown when they're breaking those teams up and then pairing the, the girls with uh, with other tag teams, like it just doesn't make sense to me. Why would you break up good good pairings and good tag teams? And now, I don't know, you have a four or five different makeshift teams. It does, to me, it doesn't make sense. Um, so I, that's why I went with Nia Jackson. It would have been interesting if um, if Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair won the won the the titles and then they're going into WrestleMania together. But I think this is a better way where they lost. And then there was a little bit of heat where Sasha didn't like how they lost. And then that kind of like angered her and they sparked, you know, that now they're not really friendly going into WrestleMania. Now there's like that spark and that heat. Uh, one wants to win more or they both want to win. And, you know, now you got, they, they lost the, the, the pay-per-view before WrestleMania leaning into their match. So they got, they got to prove to, to one another who's, who's the better of the two. Um, and then I think, do you want to roll into the main event or do you want to discuss anything else from, from, uh, from fast lane? Um, I just want to touch on, you know, you see the WWE, they do that where they, you know, they have the two contenders, one, one contender for, the, you know, the women's championship and the women's champ. Sometimes you see the WWE do that where they pair them together and it creates a little animosity when they're going for, you know, a tag team belt or something goes awry or something like that. Like you've seen that happen, you know, so yeah, that, that's kind of a, you know, a recycled uh, storyline, like um, to create, you know, like, like you said, like a little bit of animosity and a little more, you know, drive towards what's going to be the main event at WrestleMania for night one, like you're saying, but I just want to say that Bianca Belair and, you know, Sasha Banks, like these two women are stars. And like, when you watch them fight, when you watch them perform, like you could really tell they get into their roles and they're just, they're really good. Like tech, like their technical skills are just, I don't know. They're off the charts. I'm really impressed with them. And I can't wait for that to be the main event for night one. Like I'm, I'm stoked for that. I can't wait for that. Yeah, and then going back a little bit to what you're saying, where they used to do it um, to to pair them up leading into a big main event. I, I know they used to do that, but now WWE just like pairs up so many people 
and it just doesn't make sense. So when you're doing it all the time, it's just, it's not special anymore. Right. Um, but that aside, I'm, I'm definitely still, I'm looking forward to, to their match. I think we talked about it after fast lane. Fast lane was a forgettable pay-per-view. I think all around people can say that, uh, and with that behind us, we might dive a little bit back into Fastlane, but with that behind us, I'm really legitimately excited for the for every match at WrestleMania and include and that includes Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Um, I know we've talked about Bad Bunny a couple times now on our podcast where I just didn't understand who he was and what you know, the attraction and everything, but it's, it's something special that they're doing with the Miz. I'm actually shocked that they're doing a singles match uh, rather than a tag team match. I know Damian priest and uh, John Morrison are in each other in, in the opposite corners uh, of their partners, but it's, that's surprising, especially um, with a, with a, performer that's not a competitor uh with bad bunny uh to to do a singles match rather than a tag match yeah i'm interested to see what's gonna happen there um but you know give kudos to bad bunny i feel like the thing like i've seen some things that randy orton said online on twitter about like how much respect bad bunny has for these wrestlers and and what they do for a living and and it looks like and it shows when he's on raw and when he has his feud with the miz it it shows that bad bunny he wants to be a part of this he clearly wants to be a part of this and the wwe wants him to be a part of this so you know what give your hat off to him it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to fight and i know a lot of the times you know wwe if there's an amateur fighter somebody who's not used to you know their the experience of being a professional wrestler they try to hide that and try to mask it and make it shorter, make a fight shorter, make it end in a DQ or something like that. But we've already seen him take to the top ropes at the Royal Rumble. So I'm excited to see what else he's going to pull out. And you know what? If he pulls out another guitar, hopefully it's a, a no DQ match or something like that. So there, that that weapon was um, amazing to see back in the day. Now, I like you have Elias, who's the musician. But he's never used. He doesn't. He just. He doesn't use it against anybody. And you're you're using other guys uh, to to use the the guitar rather than a chair, kendo stick, or whatnot. Um, I don't know. I, well, he is a performer, Bad Bunny. So it kind it kind of makes sense. But he doesn't use a guitar. He's all. It, it would have been even better if he threw Miz into a DJ booth or something like that. But. Uh, we'll see what happens at WrestleMania there. Um, then we we have going back to Fastlane. We had the theatrical match, like you know, with Alexa Bliss and, and Randy Orton, um, where she's looking up, and then all these the the four or five sets of lights come down uh, close to Randy Orton. I'm pretty sure it was a taped uh, match. I don't think it was live. Um, which is it's it's very interesting, and I, we talked about it where. I'm enjoying that and I'm enjoying some of the theatrical things that they're doing with the fireballs and even the money in the bank last year. I don't know if you watched it where they, they filmed the whole thing at WWE's uh, offices and then who the, on top of the roof of the, um, the offices were the, the ladders to climb up and grab the, the briefcases. 
So there's a lot of these things that they're doing now because there's no audience. So it's a little bit easier to record these uh, extra stunts and extra uh, theatrics, uh, which I am all for. So they had a lot of that, the fireballs going into Randy Orton's face, uh, the lights coming down, and then the the hand of the fiend coming up and then that huge inferno um, shooting out of, out of the hole in the ring. And, you know, the fiend's back. He's burnt more burnt than ever uh he's looking slimy and fleshy and bloody it's it's it was cool to see it's going to look cool as a as a video game character and a a wrestling figure as well um and now that sets up their match for wrestlemania again no nothing shocking there we knew that was going to happen um but I'm, i'm looking forward to that um and the only thing that's a little bit that I'm still confused about, um, we talked about how Daniel Bryan was uh, every everybody saw this on the WWE Network where they're saying that Daniel Bryan's being inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. So during our predictions, I ended up picking Daniel Bryan to win against Roman Reigns, even though. You know, if I really think about it, there wasn't really going to be a chance that Roman was going to drop the belt the show before WrestleMania. Uh, but just based on that leak or that air, whatever happened on the WWE Network with Brian, uh, they're saying that he's being inducted into Hall of Fame. Uh, it's it's interesting to see if he gets added to the match with Edge. Um, and we, I, I don't know, do you still have that tweet that I sent to you earlier uh, with the three guys? uh not pulled up now but but i do recall you sending it so for those that are watching and listening um the tweet was basically recalling the three three men that are in this program edge in 2011 was forced to retire daniel bryan in 2016 was forced to retire and uh because of uh, neck injuries and then roman reigns in 2018 uh, was forced to leave because of his uh, leukemia. And now we're in 2021 and all three men are back and all three men are competing at the highest of their ability in, um, in this, in, you know, the three of them together in this program. Like, I would love to see Spear versus Spear, Roman versus Edge one-on-one, but at the same time, and I think, Bill, you're going to disagree with me, I think, but I would love to see Daniel Bryan added to that too. And I'm mostly thinking that because of the history, because of everybody being uh, forced to leave the ring. And then now everybody's back. I mean, it's a really cool story. Uh, And if Daniel Bryan is really seriously considering retirement and possibly going into the hall of fame, which I think is very early, if it is this year, I would still love to see him in that, that main event match at WrestleMania. What do you think about that? Sure, why not? Why don't you add Dan O'Brien in there, make it a triple threat? Um, is that going to be the main event of night two? Most likely. I don't see anything else being the main event at this point. I mean, you have Lashley and McIntyre and Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair on night one. Um, so right away, one of those is the main event and one is not. Hopefully it's the ladies. And then night two... I'm not sure where Asuka and Rhea Ripley are going to end up. Most likely it's going to be night two, but that will never like, 
you know, all all due respect to the two to 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 the two women, will not oversee um, uh, Roman Reigns and and Edge in the main event. So I just I don't see anything other than Roman Reigns and Edge, possibly with Daniel Bryan uh, being the main event. Anything else? Yeah, it's uh, it looks like it's confirmed night two for Ripley and Asuka. So I agree with you there. I mean, they're probably gonna have the the women the women's title match, you know, on night one main event, and then Roman Reigns edge and potentially Daniel Bryan on night two main event. So, you know, I, I was listening to edge talk about why he came back and, you know, he was talking about, he wanted to get into the WWE of this era where he's not, he hadn't wrestled with a lot of the younger guys here. And, um, you know, that speaks volumes of edges character you know, he almost, I guess maybe he had like a, like FOMO, like fear of missing out because, you know, you see all this great talent. And I think, you know, and I think, you know, this Roman Reigns is one of my favorites right now uh, in this current WWE era. And Daniel Bryan has been, has been nothing but spectacular. So I'm, I'm hoping that this match is going to exceed expectations and going to go above and beyond. And if they do add Daniel Bryan to make it a triple threat, I mean, I think it's going to be a top-notch match. And hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for Edge to win. You know, I'm rooting for, even though Roman Reigns is one of my favorites right now, I'm rooting for Edge to win. I, I, I want him to do one last hurrah. And uh, we don't know what his career is going to hold further on. So, like you said, Spear versus Spear would be nice, but add in Daniel Bryan in there and... I think that's going to be a match to remember. I'm thinking I'm, I don't, I don't want to do predictions now. Obviously we're going to do predictions a little bit later on, but I'm probably thinking the same thing where edge wins it. Originally, if it was one-on-one, I thought Roman Reigns was going to take this match. Uh, and uh, Sasha Banks was going to win uh, against Bel Air, which meant that both Royal Rumble winners were losers in their main events. Now, if you're adding Daniel Bryan, Edge can pin Bryan and Roman Reigns still look strong and they can they can still continue a one on one singles uh, competition or Roman goes away for a little bit, takes a little bit, bit of a break and you have Edge versus Daniel Bryan for a little bit uh, until Roman's ready to come back. So, you know, like you said, Edge wants to compete with some of these younger guys, have these top notch fantasy type matchups that all these diehard fans have been waiting for and wishing for. He's back. Daniel Bryan's back. Roman Reigns is back. All these guys can have the tons of these programs. Edge can, you know, roll with Rollins, Cesaro. Like there's, there's just an endless slew of um, competitors that Edge can, uh, can fight with later on until he's ready to really hang up the boot, the boots for good, uh, leave on his own terms um so with that said uh, I, i'm ho- i'm hoping you're okay with this i just want to go we don't have to talk about everything but let's since it is a fast lanes uh results let's go through some of the results Ali versus um matt riddle both of us picked riddle riddle defended successfully uh i don't know if you want to touch on it or do you want to i know you love matt riddle yeah, I, I like his character. He plays up the role of the, you know, the dude bro. So it's it's funny to see him with a scooter riding around. And I think on this past Raw, he was uh, 
he was talking to Braun Strowman, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I think there was something to do with his scooter where he threw it on the ground or something. <laughs> Riddle, Riddle seemed mad. But uh, again, another guy who I think is deserving of a push. And I'm happy to see him continue on with, uh, with the title belt there. Yeah, uh, I, I fully agree with you there. And it's good that uh, Lashley dropped it to Riddle. Um, now Riddle can, can take it and, you know, elevate the, the mid card title, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and, uh, Rollins again, a transitional match to Rollins and Cesaro, which is looking like the, uh, expected match for, for WrestleMania Rollins took this one. It was, it was, it was a good match. There was a lot of like forced, um, back and forth and i don't know i just i i, w- I wasn't as into it as i thought i was going to be both of us picked uh, rollins on that one um bill we talked about the fiend returning and alexa bliss took the win against randy orton in a uh, very risque pose or risque pin where it caused a lot of funny memes afterwards uh so i took the win on that because i picked alexa bliss and that's actually her first win uh, singles win in quite some time I think a couple years uh, since she's had a singles win on a pay-per-view um, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre we both picked Drew McIntyre to win that one that was pretty pretty good um, they took most of the fight in the crowd there's a couple uh, moments where monitors exploded I don't know about you but I you know I've thrown monitors in the uh the dumpster and whatnot and i've never seen them explode the way they do on wwe television uh (laughs) but i just had to throw that in there um uh, and then we touched on the other the other couple matches braun Strowman beats elias when he was scheduled to face shane mcmahon i knew that was not going to happen uh shane faked the injury and uh it's just going to lead to their match at wrestlemania uh, Sasha Banks and Bel Air, they, they, they lost the match to Nia Jax and uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, I'm hoping the tag the women's tag team titles are defended in a multi-team uh, match at WrestleMania. That'll be interesting. Um, and Apollo Crews drops the match to Big E, so Big E successfully defends. You picked Big E, I picked um, Apollo Crews. And then, of course, we split on Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Realistically, I should have picked Roman Reigns so I could have won our predictions, but we ended up tying. Uh, and I don't know. Daniel Bryan did tap. Or no, uh, sorry. Roman Reigns did tap uh, uh, to Daniel Bryan, but the referee was not around. Uh, Edge, the special enforcer, was knocked down. So... Uh, kind of tying back to the beginning, what you mentioned as we started the fast lane results, it was cool uh, to see uh, Edge at ringside. I think I would have liked it a little bit more if he, but I guess you can't really undress a referee anymore on TV. But like if he ripped off the the shirt, put it on, I think that would have been uh, pretty cool to see. Kind of like Mike Tyson when he was, well, he didn't take, he just ripped off his uh his DX shirt to reveal Stone Cold, but he was the special enforcer and he counted the pin uh, back at WrestleMania 14. And speaking of all that, uh, I'll let you chime in a little bit, but I think this is also a tradition. And speaking of uh, Mike Tyson and DX, here's another shirt that my wife made. 
uh, has all my favorite factions. And I don't know if you can see it there, the club as well. Uh, so I was just wearing it because thinking about Mike Tyson and the enforcer and the whole DX thing. Uh, I see you're wearing a black shirt too. Toronto, maybe. Is it black or is it just the lighting? It's a black shirt and it uh, has a gold Maple Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs logo on it. Um, you know, I, I try to put all my sports memorabilia on when we're doing these little things. So give us a, give us a view on YouTube. We're live on YouTube. We're going to be posting this as well. Um, but Dan, just just want to touch back on what you said. I know we're going to end our segment here soon, but because uh, we're going to gear up for you know WrestleMania, we're going to be talking about that throughout the coming weeks. Um, but it's funny because we're we're talking about Fastlane and we're saying how you know Fastlane was an okay pay per view. I mean, you didn't think it was great, and I thought it was okay. But damn, did we have a lot to talk about? And. <laughs> I- <laughs> I can sit here and talk forever because I still didn't even touch on the fiend and Orton and Strowman and Shane McMahon, but you know what? We'll see that for our next, uh, our next coming pod. And uh, hopefully this bonus will, you know, treat the fans to a little, a little extra inside scoop on uh, what our opinions were on this pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just, I don't know if it's the content from WWE. Um, yeah, like we said, it's just, it's okay, but it's just me, when me and you get together, we always find something, it's something to talk about uh, even if it's uh, utter garbage, but I, I, I wouldn't say it was utter garbage. This one there, there has been worse uh, <laughs> for those that are listening. Bill is motioning in his hand. Hey, so, 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 so on camera. Um, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. We we have rambled on for who knows half an hour or so now. Uh, so we didn't want to de- deep dive into everything. We just wanted something special for our listeners. We'll be doing this from time to time, not all the time, but from, you know, here and there when we feel that there's a lot of content, our wrestling segments are always jam packed. So we thought to give something a little bit extra to to our viewers and our listeners um so hope you guys enjoyed our our special uh episode this bonus episode we're gonna have a couple more bonus episodes uh coming up in the weeks to come where you'll get to know us um i know if you if you've listened to rip impacts interview we did the spry seven with rip impact where where we ask him a series of questions uh so i'm going to be asking bill some questions in in a future episode and he's going to be asking me just so you guys can um can kind of learn a, learn a little bit more about us, our, our, our favorite snacks or our favorite TV shows and whatnot. Uh, so look out for those special episodes as well. Um, and we didn't talk about it. So I'll just touch on it before we end our uh, special episode, unless you have a little bit more to say. Uh, but the there's a video game that actually just came out. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. It is uh, Retro Retro Mania Wrestling. And it's a sequel to um, WrestleFest, which I loved um, growing up. It's a it's an arcade style game, and it actually has uh, several. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but several former uh, WWE superstars, including Matt Cardona, who was formerly Zack Ryder, and uh, Brian Myers, who was formerly uh, Kurt Hawkins. It also actually has Johnny. 
Retro and Johnny Retro used to be Johnny Nitro, who is now John Morrison. So I'm not sure how they got around to having him in the game, but that's pretty cool. Tommy Dreamer and the Blue World Order are also in the video game. Uh, so a special shout out to uh, Retro Retrosoft Studio. Um, that game was released on Xbox uh, Tuesday, the 23rd. Uh, and the PlayStation, uh, I believe is going to be released, uh, in the future, the PlayStation four, uh, version of the game, the Nintendo switch version is re being released on uh, March the 30th. So very soon. Uh, and that's just, if you like wrestling games, this is an, a retro, it's an arcade type game, really fun. They have tons of cool arenas and you guys might have recognized the voice that opened up our podcast. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, let me just pull up the information here. We actually had the uh, announcer of the um, retro wrestling uh, game uh, uh, open up our podcast. Uh, his name is Josh Chernoff. And we want to thank Josh. He hosts a radio uh, or a podcast with the Blue Meanie. So former uh, WWE superstar. And he's also in the video game as well. So we have uh, it's it's a really cool connection. Um, you could check out Josh Chernoff at uh, on Twitter at So Says Chernoff and also on their podcast uh, Twitter account at Chernoff Show. And there's also at Mind of the Meanie. The, the Mind of the Meanie uh, podcast show is the show with the Blue Meanie. So check all of that out. We'll have all of the uh, details to his podcast, his social media, everything in our YouTube and our uh, audio podcast um, description. We'll put, post all the links down below. Again, thank you very much, uh, Josh Chernoff. He's the ring announcer. Uh, of the video game um, uh, that we were just talking about uh, where uh, his voice is, is heard each and every uh, each and every uh, announcement of the wrestlers. Uh, so check out the video game, check out Josh on social media. Um, Bill, anything else to, to say as we send off uh, our bonus episode here? Uh, just that, you know, we had set out 10 minutes to talk about fast lane, but we ended up going, I think 30 minutes or something like that. So, you know what, if you guys like the content, continue to follow us across the board at by the buzzer pod, and we're happy to answer any feedback you guys have. And we're happy to take into account anything you guys have, you know, any constructive criticisms, because we're just trying to build our, you know, our brand, our reputation. So anything, any feedback's welcome. And, uh, hope to you know hear from you guys soon awesome thank you very much bill for that ending thanks again josh for the intro and guys check out retro mania wrestling the video game it's available now uh, also thank you to uh we normally uh plug uh macrons by laura maria so check out macrons uh by laura maria on instagram and facebook for sweet delicious macrons if you're in the berry and simcoe area she's a local baker Bill, thank you very much for setting some time aside for this special uh, episode of Saved by the, by the Buzzer. And guys, keep giving us those uh, thumbs up, the likes, uh, subscribe to our channel, drop us a five-star review all over the place on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're available everywhere. Check us out and subscribe to us on YouTube as well. And like Bill said, 
all over the place on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Guys, thanks again very much. I'm Dan. He's Bill. We'll see you guys next time.